0: Hey everybody, it's your friendly neighborhood Chippa again. That's Chris Chipman from the Chippa Made This brand of podcasts and now movie reviews. Giving you another review from Salem Horror Fest 2020. For those that you don't know, I grew up and still live in Lynn, Massachusetts, which is a town over from Salem, Massachusetts. We've grown up around... The Witch Trials history and everything else going on in Salem. If you've never been, Salem is actually as spooky and amazing as you think it is. It is a great place to come on Halloween, but please go virtual this year. Enjoy the Horror Fest. Wear a damn mask and maybe come to Salem next year or when COVID's all cleared up. Um, But yeah, please, you know, um, support the area. It's an awesome area. I love what Kay Lynch And the folks over at Salem Horror Fest have been doing, particularly for the view of the city as an artistic and film hub for big festivals like this. It's been a long time coming, and um, I hope it only grows and gets better and better and better. And uh, so... With that, who am I? You can find me at patreon.com slash thechippa if you want to support me and the various podcasts and other things that I do. My podcast, Shooting the Shit, is actually going to have several of the directors from this year's Horror Fest, including the director of the film I'm about to talk about, on to discuss their film and discuss you know the the story of them as filmmakers and who knows what else you know how my show goes um i just like getting to know people and um you know getting to the to the bottom and inside of why they do what they do and just having a genuine good human conversation in this um world where we yearn for human contact and yet the only way we can really do it right now is virtually so with that another film from Salem Horror Fest 2020 this is the north american premiere of Threshold. Threshold, this is the synopsis of Threshold from Salem Horror Fest website. It's directed by Powell Robinson and Patrick R. Young. The entire film, nearly the entire film from what I've heard, like 99% was improvised. And I'm assuming that means the dialogue. Um, I would imagine there's got to be some scene structure because the movie is very well structured. But Improvised, shot on two iPhones over the course of a 12-day road trip with a crew of three. Threshold follows a sister, claiming to be cursed, as she persuades her brother to embark on a cross-country road trip to break her spell. Convinced she's using drugs, he agrees to the trip with one caveat. If there's nothing at their destination, she goes straight to rehab, and she agrees. Okay. So before I get into the review full on, I'm going to give my quick little synopsis of how I feel. So learning that it was improvised and shot on iPhones after watching it, I did not read the little um, snippet tidbit. I saw uh, the director, um, one of the directors, I think it was Patrick, share to Salem Horror Fest on the first day on Twitter. Hey, looking at all the movies from Salem Horror Fest and wondering something to watch. Can't go wrong with our movie, which actually takes place during the Halloween season, and had a shot of the movie with, like, a pumpkin-y scarecrow thing. And I'm like, hey, you know what? That's that's enough of a sale for me. I'll check this thing out. Went in cold, went in blind, and was incredibly surprised. So first, I'll say the film is Gorgeous. I know that, um, you know, people would say, well, iPhones, you know, and cameras and and other things uh, from nowadays just make it easier to film a beautiful movie. They do not. They make it easy to take photos and take video that are crystal clear. It still takes someone who knows what they're doing to stage a beautiful shot, to get the lighting right, to understand how to edit. And I can imagine doing that with phones is actually more difficult sometimes than it is doing it with a real camera you know, professional style film camera, because I know I've done it. Um, And so I really got to say that, you know, that to me is just even more amazing that they pulled off um, such a gorgeous movie. Also, the improvisation, knowing about that after. I'm going to ask again because I want to make sure of it, but I do not think this these two actors are brother and sister. You could have fooled me. The improvisation makes the story, the heart of the story between these two characters, just so damn meaningful and so damn believable. And that, I think, is the core of this film. It's spooky. There's horrific elements. But... The movie does this incredible thing where you find yourself caring more about them reconnecting and the bonding that they're doing and the things that they're doing, even though there is danger and there are things to be afraid of. When the movie eventually gets where it's going, their story is kind of not fixed, but the arc is over. So when the movie gives a reveal of what's actually going on, whether you know everything she was saying was true or not um and i'm going to say spoiler alert now cuz i'm not going to tell you until later on but spoiler alert please go watch the film um at this point um you you honestly not that you don't care that would say that the movie wasn't um solving its thing but it's icing on the cake the reveal afterwards the the character um the character issues have been not fixed, but have been resolved. They're working towards a resolution. And to me, that's what makes this movie so great. It harkens back to some of the greatest of the genre genres that are socially conscious horror films that care about character and not just about Cool gore effects, or you know what when the next you know um, blood splatter is going to be there 's a place for those movies for sure, and when something is unabashedly one of those movies, go for it. but this movie is trying to be something more than that, and it succeeds it succeeds on basically every single goddamn level and i 'm still so in awe, especially after finding out that it was improvised. This thing must have been a bear to edit if the whole thing was improvised to get something coherent. Um, like I said, the story has creepy holler elements throughout, but at its core, it's about facing your past demons and being comfortable with yourself. Once it gets to where it's going, it really could have gone either way with the, is she crazy or not? But you know, um, like I said, before I get into that, it's just amazing that I didn't, I didn't need it to have an answer. I'm glad that it does. But I didn't need it to have an answer. It's just a great ride getting you there, so a little bit more setup and I'll talk through the things that I just love about this movie because there's so many of them um so we get our you know our main character, I believe he is on the phone with his mother, just saying, "Yeah, you know someone else has got the truck. It might have been his wife because we find out that he's going through a divorce a little while longer, but he has to take his old beat up car covered in stickers from when he was in High school and college. And you find out a little later from the interactions with him and the sister, he was in a band. And authenticity where authenticity is due, this looks like the car of everybody that was in a band in high school. He brings out his old CDs and starts listening to his old band on CD. He claims to the sister it was just in there. We see him put it in and pick it to listen to it. This is the big chill of horror films. Do you know what I mean? This guy is going back and reconnecting with something he hasn't thought of in a while. Um, And... You know, you can tell things are strained. It's it's just really amazing how much they do with so little. It's all just performance and the words that come out in these improvised scenes. So he gets to his sister's ex-boyfriend's place, can't find her. Goes back to her place. Um, You know, there's some creepy things that he sees, kind of just blows them off as, you know, not a big deal. There's a guy in a red cloak, you know, and things like that that he mentions seeing. But to him, it's around Halloween time, you know, what's the big deal? Goes in and finds, his, hears his sister moaning and screaming. He thinks she's having DTs. She's going through withdrawals. She looks, her eyes are dilating. Great effect on the dilated eye, by the way. Can't wait to talk to these guys and find out how they did that. Whether it was a digital effect or uh, or something else. Maybe the girl can just make her eyes dilate. I doubt it, but you never know. Um, with, with movies nowadays, you never know what people put themselves through. But Anyhow, so he convinces her after she well he gets her out of there he calls 911 and she says no I'm fine I just need to go eat something he finally gets her over food he's like she's like are you going to make fun of me if I tell you what's going on because I'm not on drugs I haven't been on drugs for 8 months she says I'm cursed he laughs it off pretends that can't possibly be it she goes into more detail she says look I wanted to get clean I got clean When I was getting clean, a group of people came and took me somewhere, and they helped me get clean. But when I said I wanted to leave, they performed this ritual. She goes, I don't know if it was satanic. I don't know what it was, but they put blood and stuff on us, and they basically tethered me. They tied me. They bonded me to another guy there, and so... I'm connected to him and whatever I'm, he feels I feel and vice versa. They cut him during the ceremony and I felt the pain. So I'm assuming that he's still an addict and I'm going through what he's going through. So you've got a girl that, to us as the audience, this kind of reminds me a lot of the Evil Dead remake. You have a character that, you know... Um, seems to be going through drug withdrawals. Maybe there's something else going on, but that kind of can explain away some of the weird stuff. So he goes to take a phone call. She's in the car, and he comes back, and she's carving um into her arm who are you or where are you and i love this line of dialogue because he goes what exactly was that supposed to do and she goes what do you want me to do just text the guy and and i thought that was a really cool like ha 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 you know that's not the way curses work you know or whatever it's just a lot of clever dialogue in the way they get at each other um but you know it makes a lot of sense and she goes and pulls out asks him to pull out a piece of paper and starts writing and gets a longitude and latitude um, thing Now, again, this could all just be a facade. It could be, you know, part of her, you know, clouded memory or clouded brain or whatever she's done to herself. Um, but, you know... It is what it is. Um, we we don't know what exactly happened. And the brother, you know, we realize he's going through a divorce. There's a lot of negativity there. The, there's a lot of strain. Apparently him and the sister haven't talked in a really long time. The movie never fully says what happened to their dad. But it seems like they haven't talked maybe since then. And um, so they start to bond. They start stopping off her food. They get pumpkins. They carve the pumpkins. He gets them a really nice Airbnb type place to stay in. And one of my favorite creepy bits in the movie um, has nothing to do with the, you know, people that were coming after her, but someone comes into the house and it's a guy, you know, looking for drugs, basically, who's the brother of the person that rented this place, and so he's kind of a little strung out, but he, you know, he's in a creepy, creepy clown costume, but he just is coming from a party down the street, and he leaves, there's no conflict there after it, it's creepy, it makes them go, okay, we're not going to stay in places like that anymore, but, um, It's just a fun little aside, a little red herring in the middle of it all. But, you know, in one of the places they find a Ouija board, that was the place, you know, they they have a really good back and forth. I love that there's one thing where he says, you know, um, should I sign the divorce papers? And they don't show you what the thing on the ground moves to. And they just kind of look, and he goes, "Huh, I didn't think it would say that, and so you, you I'm almost thinking like the sister pointed it to no, like you need to work it out, but they don't show you, and I think that's really cool. It's a really great attention to detail. there's also a uh, you know a thing where he says, you know why why should I do this or why should I push forward or why why do I teach or something and it's you know Allie, his is the name of his daughter, and it's like there's there's so many really cool things." that happened between their bonding. The carving pumpkins thing was adorable. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Just her and her brother carving pumpkins and bonding over stuff. They ask you a question about, you know, um, would dad be proud of me or something like that. And that's where he says, you know what? No, I'm uh, uh that's where I draw the line, you know, and they it gets a little strained between the two of them again. But they keep on moving and this goes, you know, they're driving somewhere far. So they just keep on this road trip to uh to find this guy. And again, it's we find out that she was a lawyer and she got you know addicted to Adderall to get through college and then moved on to harder drugs and lost her job being a lawyer and always you know wishes she could still be and like this is just so real there's so much sympathy and compassion for these characters, and the brother you can see the earned sympathy and compassion back for his sister uh throughout the movie it's just it it's a wonderful story um. And again, like I told you, I'm not focusing on the creepy stuff even though it's there because by the time we get to where they're trying to go, they don't find anybody there. And they go back out to the car and she says to her brother, and, you know, I took this as the movie could literally have ended here. You know, they basically have it out. You know, she gives the, you should really go back and work on, you know, the issues in your life. And he gets the, you know, are you going to get cleaned up and do better? And she says, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to rehab and I'm I'm actually going to get clean now. And obviously I made all this up in my head and there was no ritual and this didn't happen. And I'm like, you know what? If this movie was to end right here, I would be 100% okay. Because our characters have resolved some issues they've had with each other the whole time and it's been a wonderful story to see play out there there hasn't been you know any full-on like crazy horror in the film but there's been some horrific and creepy things and it doesn't you know a horror film just you know can hit you with reality too and they're driving down the street away from this house and a guy runs up in front of the car and they hit him and This is when the movie just derails quite literally. And again, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, was she crazy or not? Um, But he hits the guy, the guy goes flying and he looks to his sister and his sister has thudded and is hurt just like the guy. And he goes, no effing way. It can't literally be the guy. And he goes out with a baseball bat to like finish the job. Can't do it. Turns around and there's a whole bunch of people standing there in red cloaks, surrounded by um, this weird, lumpy, overweight dude, completely naked, um, cult leader, or maybe the freaking demon. For all we know, um, it's it's a horrifyingly bleak, like Jesus, this is weird. What the hell's going on? Thing. Someone climbs up on top of the car. Um, the guy says, you should have killed me. You shouldn't have come here. You should kill me. Start screaming, screaming, screaming. And I don't know if it's the demon people that do it or the girl, but she kind of does like a neck cracking thing and breaks the guy's neck and she's okay. And they get the F out of there and disperse because by killing him, she's no longer tethered and the credits roll. And it's just like, all right. So she was not crazy. Why they did this to her, I love, is still left ambiguous. You know, it's the, you know, what the hell's going on? But it's such a cool, like, build-up and just, like, bam, boom, like, gut punch at the end there that I just loved so, so, so much. Um, Threshold is a, it is a... Like I said, beautifully filmed movie. It's suspenseful, but suspenseful in the slow burn, like what's going on, like what more demons are gonna we gonna uncover in this family. And then it builds up to that final um, you know, revelation of what's going on. And I I just can't I can't recommend this movie enough. Um so Salem Horrorfest, thank you for premiering Threshold, so it got in front of my eyes. Um Powell Robinson, Patrick R. Young, and your cast. Thank you guys so much um, for this film. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. Um, and for those of you that are just hearing about me through this review through Salem Horror Fest, again, I'm Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. You can find me by searching The Chippa Made This or go to patreon.com slash Um I'll have more reviews from Salem Horror Fest, and I'll have interviews with the directors of this film and other films And um, I just really appreciate all of this. So have a good one and enjoy Salem Horror Fest 2020. Bye.